So this is a conversation with Tanya Slattery. Uh, hi, Tanya. Hello. So we're going to be talking about um, mindfulness, uh, reactivity, and your experience. Okay. <laughs> so um, maybe uh, you want to talk about it, say, in, um, when you're with clients or in your private life, uh, what would feel... Uh, easier to talk about clients. Yeah. Easier. But, you know, it's... Easy to start with clients, and yeah. I'd be certainly willing to go into more personal things. Okay. So so let's start about, um, you know, maybe an example of a moment. I get very reactive when people start arguing with me, when I'm telling them something that is, you know, obviously true in our session. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's obviously true to me. And they start arguing against it because they don't want to talk about it or look at it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, they're just arguing for the sense of arguing, which I understand is it's fine in reality because it just gives us something to talk about. But I find inside me I start getting annoyed. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just fighting for no reason here. Or you're arguing against something I find is really true and that makes me reactive because I, you know, I'm sure about what I said. Okay, so there's a very real trigger. Yes, uh, it's that, a real trigger. Yeah, <laughs> somebody arguing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I know that that's you know I mean what I say it doesn't matter what you know it it isn't important that I'm right or they're wrong, but I just react because I suppose I just feel like I'm giving them a gift of knowledge or something, mm-hmm. and they're just not wanting to receive it at all, and I have to look at myself because I get all I tend to expand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I so 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 you're noticing you're, you're making a gesture with your hands. So you're I don't noticing. Necessarily do that with the clients. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. But I mean, in describing right now what it is, mm-hmm. and so it's like you're describing that sensation inside. So what's that sensation like that you're noticing? I actually start my awareness myself starts getting larger in the room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, whoa, what's going on here? Am I going to, I mean, hmm, it's a very good question, see. That's my natural tendency. It's like an escape pattern or Mm -hmm. a trigger pattern or fight or flight. I get larger because I want to kind of leave. I'm trying to relate it to the the person arguing with me. But I think I always want to do that. Yeah. And what I notice that when I do that, and I do that a lot, um, if I don't gather myself, how I do, I have to take a, a moment, that can be two seconds, half a second, mm-hmm. and I have to pull myself together again because I have to look at, like, Tanya, you are arguing with your patient, which is totally, <laughs> it's totally, it doesn't work. I mean, it isn't appropriate for the situation. be much better if I listened because they need to tell me something at that moment. And if it's if it's contradicting what I just said, well, so be it, and just see what they have to say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the only way I can get myself into that listening mode again is if I actually pull my energies in. I literally feel myself coming back, mm-hmm. like my R, whatever you want to call it, is coming back, getting closer. And I really have to get into my between my eyes, the middle of my face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just really be. For me, I call it being, you know, right in the middle of my spine. That's where mm-hmm. my mindfulness 
Yeah. And my focus comes from you. So what's happening is we're next to each other so I can see you as we talk. And mm-hmm. um, the recording is the audio part only. So I'm going to describe mm-hmm. a little bit of mm-hmm. the, what I see of your movements. Mm-hmm. Um, because part of the description is when you're describing that, that, that larger is I'm seeing your arms expand, mm-hmm. you know, get larger. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're making the gesture of your arms getting closer, like a container yes. that becomes container. That's smaller. Right. To be contained. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a sense of the containment. Right. Uh, and you're also having your hand move along the middle of your face, mm-hmm. uh, from the middle of your forehead, right. you know, through the nose and uh, your chin. Mm-hmm. And there's that sense of your you're describing a line yes. that you see in your mind's eye. And a sense of what I, what the sense I have as I'm hearing you is uh, that sense of uh, containing mm-hmm. and uh, that physical almost sense of centered yes. along the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if and when I can get to that state, even close to that midline, then I'm fine. I can actually be present. Mm-hmm for the arguments, the contradiction, whatever triggered me, and actually listen to the person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, whatever. Or I can listen to whatever I don't agree. It doesn't matter because right now they need to be saying what they're saying. And they don't, they don't actually, you know, like that one, the one incident I'm talking about, she didn't really want to hear my explanation Mm -hmm. or any more on it. She just wanted her experience that bit there. And she just wanted me to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. So, so there was a sense of, you know, you wanted to say your piece. Mm-hmm, she right. wanted to say her piece. And she didn't want to hear another piece. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And of course, I always want to say my piece. And so, but so you, that's where you had, you have that experience of, mm-hmm. of noticing how you get larger. But so I want to, I'm curious about, that sense that you described, you know, that process mm-hmm. of you feel larger and then you're containing, um, is that something that's like an image in your mind? Uh, or is there also a body sensations? What is it that you're conscious of as that happens? It's more body sensation. I actually feel like my energy, my thoughts, my... I'm just... Yeah. I'm getting bigger. Yeah. And it's not... Ple- it's actually not unpleasant. It's not a pleasant feeling. It's like, oh, I'm going to be out of control here. So it's not really pleasant? Mm-mm. Yeah. So it's not bigger in a sense of, oh, nice, occupying more. No. But it's really like a sense of you're going outside of your boundaries or yeah. getting out of control. Yeah. Okay. And um, and again, it's like a general sense. It's not something that you notice in a special area of your body or... <clears throat> no. It's mostly my upper... You know, my trunk. I don't yeah. know where my my legs are. That's an interesting question. Yeah, yeah. But I don't necessarily feel my legs involved. Maybe it would be better if they were. But it's no, it's my upper head, yeah. body, trunk yeah. area. Yeah. But so what we're doing now mm-hmm. is not actually trying to figure out in a way how else you could do it, mm-hmm. but just describing right. what happens. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so what happens is it's something that's like a felt <laughs> sense of getting larger, and uh, one that's not comfortable, mm-hmm. as when you notice it, there's a part of you that starts, you know, so what, what happens then? When, how do you shift from that to wanting to do something about it? When 
I can actually look at the situation a little rationally mm-hmm. or notice what's going on. I used to just get into that state mm-hmm. and just, I was gone. You know, that dissociative state. Yeah. <clears throat> Not necessarily with clients, it's more with personal stuff that gets out of control for me. At least with, again, clients, you know, it's a different relationship. But I have actually lost it with certain clients because they dissociate and I dissociate, dissociating together. But when I finally realized I could for but one second, and that's where the mindfulness came in for me, mm-hmm. that there, a second is a really long time. Mm-hmm. Even mm-hmm. a half a second is a long time. And I can look at the situation. It's like, oh, here I go again. I'm expanding. It's uncomfortable. <clears throat> I am having a hard time looking, you know, seeing what the situation really needs. Mm-hmm. But without even going into the other person or the situation, I have to see what do I need at that moment to bring myself back together and so I can actually be more present. Hmm. So, so something about uh, the difference is that uh, there is something that interrupts the cycle. I think it's my mental, it's, it's more mental. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. my larger self. Mm-hmm. And some people might call it a third eye, which is more, you know, clear thinker. I mean, mm-hmm. these are all different terms. Right. There's some, uh, that rational piece of me that notices that it's getting a little out of control. It's like, just right. So that observing self, that, you know, observing that, self, huh? that little part mm-hmm. is hovering there. It need mm-hmm. not be very big, but just it allows you for just even a fraction of a second mm-hmm. to notice, oh, mm, here I go again. Here's yep. where I am. Yep. And so you're still involved in it. But it gives me that choice. Yeah. And it is a choice. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I've come to. It's like, oh, you chose not to go back to rational right. being. You chose to actually, hmm, very interesting. Sometimes it gets too far. So, you know, again, mm-hmm. as I'm watching you, uh, which is not necessarily something mm-hmm. people can hear, right. there's a smile, as yeah. you notice that. So I want to just stay with the smile for a moment, mm-hmm. you know, and... What's Absolutely. it like to know to to have that? You know, there's something pleasant about the noticing. Well, it's a little naughty because sometimes if I'm feeling a little argumentative, mm-hmm. if I choose not to contain myself and actually like try to you know be expansive, which makes me a little bit more frenetic, and actually be led into an argument or mm-hmm. confrontation or I mean, right now I'm thinking about a little argument and confrontation and wanting to put my opinion into the mix. Well, I can, like, forget about the observing mind, the rational mind, saying, you know, it's time to contain yourself and just go into it. So so there's something else that feels very nice. So, in other words, there's a (laughs) sense of freedom that, uh, you know, this observing self Mm -hmm. is not somebody who's going to force you to do something. No, no, it's giving me a choice. It's giving you a choice. Right. So there is that freedom. You do, you know, it's a split second, but, you know, this is the split second. Right. Your choice. Right, right. So, so absolutely not, not forced to do that, no. but actually it's like you discover that there is a freedom and you, if you decide to and just act choice. out, you know, right. you can do it and you have full, in a way, the pleasure of responsibility of having decided that you act out. Right. And the freedom and pleasure of realizing when you have to run to the ladies room, like, I really didn't handle that very well. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, of course, you can repair. Yeah. Whatever you need to repair. But there is that, see, that's, see, this is really good to discuss. Things. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, I need to, that moment is not, it's a split second, 
But it's still a choice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's still a choice. And it's really, you know, you have to decide what choice you like to make. Mm -hmm. And maybe in the beginning you like to be, I like to be more, I want to be more confrontational. Maybe that's my pleasure. Mm -hmm. But I see it causes more conflict. Yeah. Or I don't know how to do it well, so I could practice with it, but I find that more and more I'm choosing to bring myself in. Right. So, so it's interesting because as we mm -hmm. uncover this, mm -hmm. uh, what's happening is there's a lot of stuff going on. Because Actually, it's not yeah. just about, uh, say, wanting to argue, mm -hmm. but there's also parts about you. I want to say more of myself. Mm -hmm. I want, um, and there is something about that moment, mm -hmm. and the moment and the power, how in that small moment yes. you have that possibility of yes. choice. Yes. And the choice can be, um, I know how much it would be fun for me to do that, but it's not what I really want to do. Or it isn't the best decision at that moment. At that moment, yeah, 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 yeah. But so, so let's go back a little uh -huh. bit because, in a way, we, we're talking about that moment. Mm -hmm. But there was a time in your life mm -hmm. where you didn't have that moment available. I didn't know it was there. Mm -hmm. So there's mm -hmm. some moments where you have it more than others. Yes. So let's come back to, in a way, um, you know, as you recall this particular moment mm -hmm. that you were talking about with that client. You know, do you have a sense of what makes this moment possible or not possible? Just self-awareness. You know, mm -hmm. I've been kind of, you know, studying, you know, talking about this, you know, the possibilities of that fight or flight or dissociation is actually one is able to, it isn't, you don't have to lose yourself in it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, so when you mentioned self-awareness, we've mm -hmm. been talking about this. Mm -hmm. uh, in a way, it's like psych education. Mm -hmm. There's a sense of um, uh, you have a context mm -hmm. for those moments, and they've been, you've thought about them, you have a yeah. context. So when they happen, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's the possibility for you, that part of your mind that is not in activation, right. to go and say, aha, yeah, this fits into that category. Right. Yeah. There is a choice. I mean, you, I mean, unless you're totally self, you know, and you just don't know. And children, you know, maybe children fall into that category more. But that's a whole different thing also. After a while, unless you're totally psychotic, we do, we do kind of somewhere in our being know that we do have a little choice. I mean, you know, we kind of know when we're acting out. Mm -hmm. At least this is how I feel. But it, it all happens so quickly that it's really hard. Like, you're, like, way past the point of no return. And it's like, boy, that, that was the point of return. And I just, you know, sped right by it. Um, for me, I, because I like to break things down. Mm -hmm. And I heard, you know, I, Vipassana, Buddhism, that moment people have told me through the years that, you know, you always, every, every minute you have 60 opportunities for that second to change everything. And then with meditation, you realize a second is a long time, and you have, I mean, it's, there are many moments, and that gave me possibilities. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's taken many years to really kind of really choose to slow down, really believe it's through whatever words. So, so let me state what I'm hearing. Okay, go ahead. So there's mm -hmm. a sense of the two things, in a way. One is, um, um, you know, over time, um, you know, the experiences of life 
and noticing in a way, uh, thinking back on them. You know, this is where I went too far. This is, you know. Yeah, and being so willing to look at that. Being willing to look being at honest. that. Being honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know, and so in a way, this is part of the learning by trial and error. Yes, very much, very much trial and error, yes. And then the other part you notice and you say, you know, as I practice meditation, there's a sense of being aware of how long a second is, so that, uh, you know, just in a way that inhabiting the moment. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's not necessarily, say, just with meditation, but it could be like the practice of SE, you know, just, just that observing, that uh, paying it. That observing, even yeah. walking, and all of a sudden you know you're just like, <laughs> yeah. second. Yeah, yeah. So, so that confluence of two things. One is, um, uh, you know, oh, I know that there are moments where I can go too far, moments that I don't, and how to have a choice. Right. And then uh, identifying the possibility that actually in a very short moment, mm-hmm. there's the possibility of stopping and making a choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I know this is not new knowledge, but I, you know, I keep coming back to... It's like, God, I've heard this stuff for years. Why has it taken me so long? Because it isn't really... It's until you really embody it, mm-hmm. really feel it for yourself, that, you know, then you kind of know, and everybody has to find their own way of feeling it, describing it, using it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just everybody has their own particular experience. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it takes a long time. Sometimes people get it very quickly. But um I don't know why I say this, but... But that's what it is. It's like that second. Mm-hmm. And what's important for me is if that second goes, like if I was like looking at it saying, oh, what do I need to do? Let it go, and then the other second will, will reappear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is, it is interesting that it's limitless. Right, right. You know, just I believe that once I lost that second, that was a real problem in my life. If I got that opportunity and I didn't make the good decision, mm-hmm. The decision is lost. Right. I mean, that, that timing is lost and I'm back in the quagmire or whatever quagmire. Yeah. And that was a deep belief system. And I, I think it's a deep belief system for a, for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. So very important that the second is really that moment where it can happen in that tiny moment, but then if it doesn't happen, it's okay because you have another second. Because the other second is going to come. Yeah. And it'll come more quickly and easily if you believe that concept. Mm-hmm. And I don't even like the word, word, the word believe. I'm very conscious about how people can miss, you know, words are really, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. really hard. But it's like it's the so moment will come back. It'll be maybe different, mm-hmm. but it will come back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To refocus, get your e- equilibrium back. Yeah. Yeah. And the flavor will be different from the other one. Right. But it could be better, it could be just different, it'll be educated from the last moment, if mm-hmm. you're aware of the last moment. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this yeah. is all new kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so that sense of, um, uh, in a way, um, it's, um, it's something that's born of experience. Yes. Um, and experience of, you know, having lived life. Uh, thought but about life. A little, thought, a little think, a little, I don't, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Not just being, just, you have to, you know, we are mental creatures. We have to observe and... And, um, and then that practice mm-hmm. that actually 
um, it's not just observing in a passive way, right. That's but right. you have That's the right. opportunity in a mm-hmm. tiny moment mm-hmm. actually to make little changes. Yes. And so that's a mixture of both, you know, the observing, mm-hmm. but also very much that capacity to say, oh, I'm going to do this little experiment. I'm going to behave a little differently. Mm-hmm. And it's, I have choices. Right. You know, so. I like that. Behaving, yeah. you know, a little experiment. I've got to behave a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. You don't have to give it all. Just a tiny little change of focus mm-hmm. a little differently. Mm-hmm. This recording is part of the Somatic Mindfulness and Relational Psychotherapy podcast. See the website, relationalimplicit.com.